Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 198 of Soundwave. I'm your host, Matt, and host, Carlos. Yeah? I just remembered I was going to do the new Radicals song for the You Get What You Give because they reunited, but yeah, we got oh. David Bowie still. We're doing good. How you doing, bud? Doing all right. Just all right? Yeah, just all right. Just all right. Yeah, I think I'm just all right, too. Yeah. It's January. It's fucking cold out. We're in the middle of winter. It's... Yeah, yeah no, right. it's like, uh, and it's the middle of the week, so like, I, it's like, I don't know. It's... I do like recording when it's still light out. It feels a little yeah. refreshing, actually. Well, it also helps that there's windows here. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, our so old studio where it's just walls. No, yeah, we know what time it's of the day it's, it it's is. It's here all now. walls, and maybe you have some <laughs> studio lighting that you turned on. Oh, it's it's nighttime now. Oh, okay. No, yeah. Well, back to the show. No, yeah, I don't know. I haven't been doing too much either. Uh, yeah, you've been watching anything, listening to anything? <sighs> wow. No, I've been. I've been. Key- I wanted to. So, like, the Wandavision came out on Disney. You uh, haven't watched any of it uh, yet. But I, I, I'm up to date. I wanted to like let it just keep sitting there, and like I was, I wanted to just binge it. Yeah. However, it's probably gonna get spoiled because it's full of like spoilery things. Oh yeah, I keep seeing posts all the time about it. I'm like, but I, I'm enjoying it a lot. Is it's it? uh, like it starts off like very. Like fifties TV, like mm-hmm. it's like I Dream a Genie, the type of thing. Uh, see, that was the thing so many people hated, and I'm like, why are people hating that aspect of it? I think that's kind of like, clever because that's the conceit of it. Is like this, like this is going on, but like it's not the whole story. Like mm-hmm. something weird is going on. Okay, and like so, like uh, slowly you're seeing that more and more. Like, wait, this isn't right, and you see like, oh, this is a why is this thing have color all of a sudden? What's going on here? So it's actually good, and I should oh, watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Because I do love Paul Bentney a lot. Uh, the whole Vision and Wanda, and st- I'm not a big fan of them two characters in Marvel, but I don't know. I like the actors that oh, play yeah, them a the, lot. The characters got together in the comics, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, 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 I haven't, yeah, well, I'll wait just like Mandalorian and then binge it all at once. I know I've been watching His Dark Materials. That's one that I've been watching. Have you seen any of that? I have not. It's pretty intriguing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's the Golden Compass, but only actually the his yeah yeah i read the books as a kid um but that was that was it i was like after after finishing all the books it's like i and like when i found out they started making tried to make a movie series out of it and like now this tv show is like i don't think i want to watch the movie was the movie was pretty terrible when that came out no and then i didn't even realize that the two correlated until i saw the polar bear with the armor on i'm like wait a minute and then I did some research. I'm like, oh, so this is the actual books and stuff. And I think they have, a well, HBO, you know, they'll throw all the money they can at them and stuff and make it good. So it's really good. Like, my reading of it was very strange. Uh, I had a copy of The Subtle Knife first, which is the second book in the series. Oh, and like, okay. So, so like, I started uh, reading it. but That's I, the second season right now. Is there, the, 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 yeah. Okay. Like, that one's, that's the one that, like, follows the, the, the boy from basically our world. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but, like... Uh, Golden Compass is the first one in the series, and you kind of need that one. So then, I, eventually, I found out that I was wasn't really the first in the series. So I had to go get like uh, the whole like trilogy. Co- so how many? This is just three. There's just three. I, if I think he probably. Me. I think the author may have released or was planning on releasing a fourth one okay. to tie him up, like in, as adults or whatever. Now that you say that, now that I've watched it, I'm like, okay, so the Golden Compass. She finds the Golden Compass in the first season, and now this one they found the knife in this one, and it is tracking the boy and her going back and forth yeah. between worlds and stuff. So that I hope it's not just three th- three seasons, but it's really good. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, but like, I, otherwise, I really haven't been doing a whole lot. Started playing some Grand Theft Auto Five again. <laughs> you uh, do have to pick those up every once in a while and just be like, oh, I, that's I just fun. I just want to go drive around, and shoot stuff. Every now and then, you just got to go kill things <laughs> and, I, I, and like play some fun music. Yeah, and, right. Um, no, I was gonna say I forgot now. Oh, we uh, we did do 
Seeing as Lothos is still kind of, we're figuring all that crap out because uh, some people are leaving, some people are coming, COVID and stuff. But uh, we did a one-off, uh, and I hope we make it into like a continuous thing, like just random like little hour and a half little clips and stuff, what we called it, Strange Space. Yep, it was a Strange Space on uh, This is the theater. first time it was only been, uh, it was me and Casey were playing, and then Carlos was uh, DMing and stuff. So it was the first time we only ever did like a two-person campaign type thing. I think it went pretty well. It's pretty oddball. It's kind of like uh, Firefly meets... Um, Cowboy Bebop, Cowboy Bebop mixed and with stuff. the little uh, Hitchhiker's I th- Guide. I think British humor, yeah. yeah. The, there's, there's even just with the strange space title. So yeah, I think that that would be fun to have this be an ongoing campaign. Uh, so yeah, if something, yeah, we'll try and make that continue working. Not very, not very serious. Not very serious. A lot of fun. Pretty goofy. Uh, yeah. Once you hear Casey's voice when he starts right away, you're like, oh, this is what we're getting <laughs> into. But then it, 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 it's all perfect after that. It's pretty great. Arguing with ships and. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> uh, what you been listening to, bud? All right, so uh, I've been listening to quite a few things, uh, but like uh, I, one of the couple of things I want to mention though is I listened to two of the EPs from Meg Myers. I don't know if I mentioned one of them last year, but I she dropped two EPs last yeah, year. I don't know if you mentioned that because I remember all I remember you talking about EPs was uh, Phoebe Bridgers and that one Christmas. Yeah. I don't remember because Meg Myers is one of your one of your top ones, isn't she? Kinda... Yeah, yeah, and like, and I maybe I somehow missed it or something. Yeah. But like, she had two EPs she dropped. One of them was in uh, I think like November. <clears throat> But I, and I listened to uh, both of them. Like it's just like four or five songs each of them, and they're they're good. Uh, so here's the, uh, one of them is "Thank You for Taking Me to the Disco." Uh, like and one of her previous albums was "Take Me to the Disco." But uh, and off of this one uh, was a good song, or one of my favorites off both of them would be uh, "Any Way You Want to Love." describe Meg Myers since you've been playing her for me on here and stuff is uh she's like the Kate Bush of our time right now like her voice and vocals and sound just her driving sound yeah she's really cool I like yeah and then here's the other EP which is called I'd like to go home now which is how I feel whenever I have to go places (laughs) (laughs) here's the song true lies off of that
like that a lot. Yeah, so I'd recommend checking out those EPs or uh, checking out some of her live performances that she's done during uh, the COVID quarantine. Yeah, it looks like the the Buzz Beach Ball or whatever teenagers thing there. It looks like yeah, she's, she's done quite there. a few. Um, yeah. And she's also has like an older one from uh, I think the previous year uh, behind the desk concert for NPR. Oh yeah, no yeah, that's the one we were both ta- we both were talking about. That one was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, who do I got here? Uh, Barty Strange. Uh, I was on Twitter the other day, and uh, Adam Lazera of uh, Taking Back Sunday put like a little thing out. He's like, hey, anybody listening to anything cool? And uh, somebody posted Barty Strange on there, so I checked, uh, I, I looked it up. It's it's pretty freaking good. Uh, came out uh, like two months ago, a month ago, or something like that. Uh, these are two songs from it. This first one is called Boomer. Hey, bro, hey, bro, hey, bro, look, I'm the and that was way before I did The album really like spans a lot of different genres from rap to that. I'd say that's more like uh, TV on the radio, like the indie drive in that one. Uh, the next one I'm going to play Mustang kind of gets into the screamo range kind of in there. Uh, this Boomer music video, he's playing every instrument in it, so I don't know a lot about him. So maybe he did do the whole entire album on his own, which is pretty cool. Uh, but the album's called Live Forever, and it's out now. And uh, the final one I have from it is uh, Mustang. Bertie Strange, his uh, new album's out now. Uh, go check it out; it's pretty cool. Uh, music news? Anything else? Yeah. Uh, no, not not really. Like, there's some other stuff I listened to that was pretty good, but I'm really looking forward to this next uh, week or so of releases. I was looking; I didn't mention them. Uh, there was a bunch on Pitchfork or whatever. I don't have all of them up right now, but yeah, the, there was a lot coming. Like, out. Was like tomorrow, uh, like Weezer's album drops, and I, oh, the shit, single yeah. I've heard off of it so far it was fantastic. Was it? 
And then uh, like Arlo Parks album drops tomorrow, okay. and like uh, like what I've heard, everything I've heard off of that album so far has been fantastic. Cool. So I really want to have that whole album there. Yeah, like uh, that, all we were talking about during COVID too is how many albums are going to be coming out sooner or later here, and I think this year is going to be a big year, and especially if concerts start opening up again, like that. Yeah, and you know, there's something that comes out on Monday. What is it? Oh, new Foo Fighters. New Foo Fighters already. Well, yeah, not already, but yeah, on Monday. Yeah, no, on the yeah February fifth. If I if I have my days right, I don't necessarily have my days right. Yeah, no, that's the Tuesday. The Tuesday. So yeah, Tuesdays and Fridays. I was music release days. All right, cool. Okay, <laughs> nice. Uh, let's go to music news. <laughs> what do we got here? Do do do. Three New York area ticket resellers, Just In Time Tickets Incorporated, Carta, Cartism Corporation, and Concert Specials, Inc. have all been fined by the FTC under the BOTS Act. Uh, it is the first case to be brought under the Obama-era anti-scalping legislation that was passed in 2016, which we actually talked about when that all went through, and I was really excited for that. Um, uh, they are alleged to have used ticket bots to purchase tickets and flip them on the resale market for hundreds of thousands of dollars which has been a problem happening for a long time. Uh, they were all handed a civil penalty judgment totaling $3.7 million. Uh, the three ticket brokers will subject uh, will be subject to the judgment of more than $31 million in civil penalties for violating the Better Online Ticket Sales Act uh, under the proposed settlement reached uh, with the FTC, uh, reads the case summary. But due to their inability to pay, the judgment will be partially suspended, requiring them to only pay $3.7 million. <laughs> Yeah, look at that. They dropped it, and like, uh, who, <laughs> yep. they'll probably be dropped even more. They'll probably, yep. uh... So, eh, that's the first step in actually doing something about this bullshit. It's but... probably going to be a slap on the wrist, though, compared to their actual profits. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, and then when, uh, when concerts start coming on again, too. I mean, yeah, I mean, what? They had to sell Rolling Stone tickets for, for thousands of dollars, Celine Dion, any of the one of those. They, could, they can't be hurting that. Oh, I don't know. Fuck, whatever. It's like, uh, so basically, if you or I parked somewhere and we got like a... A big parking ticket, like that's yeah, that's what that's a, a punishment. Yep. If um, somebody who has like a lot of money gets parked somewhere they're not supposed to, and gets a parking ticket, and they can afford the money, lawyers it's to a, go. It's a parking fee. Yeah, yeah, it's a parking fee. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they'll hire a lawyer and go fight it, then bring it down to ten dollars. Uh, Glastonbury has been canceled for the second year in a row due to the COVID nineteen. Uh, the enforced follow follow year. Of the Music and Arts Festival, originally set for June 23rd and 27, marks the first time and that the first time that its modern incarnation, 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 <laughs> uh, will skip consecutive years. In spite of our efforts to move the earth and heaven, uh, it has become clear that we simply will not be able to make this festival happen. The organizers say in a statement, Glaston was one of the first to announce their cancellation this year, and many more have followed in its footsteps. Time will tell. I don't think we're going to see any concerts this year. Or festivals, anyway. We might see some concerts, but festivals are just, yeah. So, no surprise there. Uh, President Biden's inauguration was filled with big-name acts during the inauguration, uh, and then later the for a celebration concert. Lady Gaga sang the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, Jennifer Lopez sang This Land is Your Land. Uh, Garth Brooks sang Amazing Grace, all at the swearing-in ceremony. Uh, the Garth Brooks one was funny. He was the only one without a mask, and he went running around high-fiving and giving people hugs after after he sang it. Um, what else? For the aired celebration concert, Tom Hanks hosted it. Bruce Spring opened up the show. Bruce Springsteen opened up the show, doing a solo concert, a solo acoustic of "Land of Hope and Dreams" at the Lincoln Memorial Center. 
Uh, you also had Bon Jovi singing the Beatles' Here Comes the Sun. New Radicals did a, in, did indeed reunite for the first time for uh, You Get What You Give since their breakup in, uh, 22 years ago. Justin Timberlake, John Legend, and Demi Lovato all performed as well. Uh, my two favorites, though, were Foo Fighters performing times like these. Dave Grohl started their song out with a nice shout-out to teachers, including his mother and Dr. Jill Biden. Uh, it's a performance that starts out pretty slow and quiet, but then it picks up in true Foo Fighter fashion. So, yep, that was a, that was the one I did watch. That, that one was I really, really good. I liked that. Yeah, I liked it. It gave me it gave, it made me tear up a little bit at the beginning there. Uh, and then finally, Katy Perry closed out the show with a performance of Firework on the National Mall, and they had one of the biggest fireworks displays I've ever seen in my life. Uh, if you haven't watched that one, I'd, I'd say watch it, even if you don't like Katy Perry. That fireworks display was just in fucking sane. Uh, but yeah, how strange <laughs> to have a person that's using music legally instead yeah, right? of like, uh, illegally using music without permissions. That, it's funny, and yeah, I mean the average the average performer is a democrat so of course they're going to play at these which i find pretty hilarious and everything but yeah every big name you can imagine is going to be playing at one of these things so oh yeah no, the whole line like the tenacious d thing or whatever that one was really fun uh, yeah it, yeah i like it uh then finally i had to do this whole article because fucking this guy's had one of the craziest lives and he's a fucking weirdo but uh, finally, Phil Spector, the wall of sound producer famous for his work in the 1960s pop and rock music scene, has died. Uh, the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation has confirmed. In a post on their website, they wrote, uh, he was pronounced deceased of natural causes January 16th at an outside hospital. It was later stated by his daughter, Nicole Audrey Spector, that Spector died of complications of COVID-19. He was 81 years old. All right. Spectre was behind uh, several pop singles in the early 60s, including The Raw Nets, Be My Baby, The Righteous Brother, You Lost That Love and Feeling, The Crystals, Don Don Rudon, and many, many more. By 1966, he was a recluse, and he was reclusive and paranoid. He married uh, The Raw Nets' Ronnie Spectre in 1968 and reportedly kept her imprisoned in his mansion. She uh, said he threatened to kill her if she left. In 1972, she escaped, running away from the house without her shoes on. My feet were all cut up, but I didn't care. I knew he w I would have died there. Uh, he produced Ike and Tina Turner's River Deep, Mountain High, John Lennon's Plastic Ono Band, George Harrison's All Things Must Pass, and the Beatles' Let It Be. But by the 1970s, he earned the reputation as, the eccentric, as an eccentric who frequently carried guns around. Uh, in 1979, Spectre helmed the Ramones' End of the Century, Johnny Ramone described the album sessions as uh, contentious and arduous, claiming Spectre made him play the opening chords to Rock and Roll High School repeatedly nearly four hours. Dee Dee Ramone said that Spectre also held him at gunpoint. Uh, Spectre also allegedly fired a gun in the studio while working with John Lennon. Uh, when Spectre worked with Leonard Cohen in 1977's uh, Death of a Ladies Man, he repeatedly held a gun at Cohen's neck and Spectre, but, you know, Spectre was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1989. Then it was in 2003 when he was arrested after actress uh, Lana Clarkson's dead body was found in his mansion. In 2009, he was found guilty of second-degree murder. He was in prison, serving a 19-year sentence. Uh, he resided in California's Department of Corrections since uh, 2009. Uh, there's a he, it took that much. Like, well, <laughs> I, I guess the problem is like, uh, and like somebody in like a position like him, like even if they put a gun to like an artist's neck, <laughs> right. like what are is artists going to do? Are they going to try to get them arrested? Because you know that happens, then that artist's career yeah. goes down the drain. I it, he's he's like seriously, he's had one of the best careers ever. Like starting in the '60s, he was the name for pop music and rock music yeah. at that time and everything. And yeah, he just went insane. 
Uh, Al Pacino played him in there. There was a movie on HBO, like a made a movie HBO movie, and uh, it's about the whole um, trial of when Lana Clarkson was dead and stuff. And fuck, Al, Al Pacino's pretty amazing in it. So yeah, I'd, I'd, if you want to learn more about Phil Spector, he had a very interesting life. There's a bunch of documentaries and stuff out about him too. So yeah. <laughs> I guess rest in peace, Phil Spector. Uh, whatever. Let's go into our music theme. Welcome to the weekly theme. The theme this week is Aliens Among Us. Wee 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 Uh, good theme. I feel like we've done some sort of ET theme in the past before. We probably have. Because I remember doing Subterranean on one show, but that could be a whole nother category too. And then I also was going to do ET by Katy Perry. So yeah, we might have done extraterrestrials, but I don't know. It's hard to tell sometimes. After 198 episodes, you never know where you get. But no, yeah, I, that, that's a fun one to revisit again if we did do it again. But yeah, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I wonder if this is, like, I don't know, well, I, mean, I wonder if like some of the stuff on my list are stuff that was on your list before then. In that case. I definitely didn't do... Well, the, well, I, I, think, I think the number one song that's been used the most on our whole entire show is probably Subterranean Homesick Alien. I don't know, it fits in with so many different categories that we've had. And I do love that I song. I feel like death. I don't remember it being a, a, a. I'm sure it's been on like one sh- topic before. For some reason, I remember that one quite a bit. But I remember Radiohead in general has been in a yes, lot of Yes, it stuff. has. Well, also Radiohead not as much either because it's kind of hard to find some other tracks half the time, too. And Tool, there. I wanted to do Rosetta Stone down here, but Tool is still pretty particular about their their YouTube rights. There was one I wanted to do, like, uh, it was uh, Aerials, but it was like, because I. Ca- but because uh, I thought it was like because it sounded like I wonder if this is like this maybe could what be about, that like UFOs. About? It's not clear. Not clear. <laughs> it's not very. Clear. I know Rosetta Stone is about an abduction and some guy getting coming to the hospital about that. And I thought it was more of a guy being turned into like a werewolf or something. But no, I guess it's about an, somebody abducted. So yeah. Don't you just hate it when you find out that like a uh, one thing is about something else? Sometimes it depends on what it is. I don't know. You can start this out though. What okay. do we got, bud? All right. So uh, I'm gonna start us off with some. Uh, uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival Good with uh, It Came Out of the Sky. Now I remember why we put, we chose this category. We were talking about Project Blue Books, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Did you watch any of it? I have not. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What, what, you, what was it on? It was uh, uh, History. So I think I actually bought it on 
uh, Amazon oh. now that I think of it. But yeah, either way. I, I was just like, oh, that's why we have this category. Uh, my first one is by Parliament and the Funkadelic. Uh, it's off their Mothership Connection album. And uh, there's even a spaceship and him like, woo, coming out of the spaceship or whatever on the cover of it. And uh, I chose the title track. It's Mothership Connection Star Child. Bring forth to you the good time on the mothership. Are you here? Seven minutes of just stoned punk or funk going like, woohoo, I love it. It's good. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's very calm and I relaxing. Parliament's so good. Uh, what you got, bud? So uh, before I get to my next one, like, you know, when I, uh, like if our topic was an alien amongst us and it was said something like uh, like UFOs on uh, album covers, you know what would be on top of that list? Electric Light Orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my mothership Every... connection would work for that one, too. <laughs> Every single one of those yeah, albums right? is just, uh... <laughs> But anyways, uh, my next song is from uh, Kesha, and like when I heard it, like I was like, "Wow, this is quite a bit different from the last time I heard," which was uh, heard one of her songs. But here's "Spaceship" from Kesha. Is actually really good. Uh, my next one is by Sheb Woolley. You know what it is? Uh, I do not. <laughs> it's the Purple People Eater. Oh, I thought about putting this on my list. <laughs> it was actually one of the first things I thought of. Well, I saw it the thing coming out of the sky. It had a one long horn and one big eye. I commenced to shaking in the city. It looks like a purple people eater to me. It was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. A one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Sure looks strange to me. One-eyed. Well, he came down to earth and he lit in the tree. I said, Mr. Purple People Eater, don't eat me. I heard him say in a voice so gruff. I wouldn't eat you because you're so tough. 
It was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. One-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Sure looks strange to me. And that's that's not what gruff that. means at all. Gruff or was it rough? Tough. His I voice. thought he said tough. No, his, but his voice Oh, I know, gruff. right? Yeah, that wasn't a gruff <laughs> voice at all. <laughs> no, and I'm pretty sure when he says tough, though, he's probably not talking about... Uh, about like him being strong. And no, like, it's it, definitely the meat stuff. Yeah, it's definitely the meat. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I think back in the day, it's probably you're too tough. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, bud? So my next one is, uh, well, we were talking about earlier, it's Radiohead's Subterranean Homesick Alien. So let's just go right into that. Woo, woo, woo. I wish that they swooped down in a country lane late at night when I'm driving Beautiful shit showing the world as I love to see. Remember what it usually is? It's paranoid Android that we usually end up playing on this the most. I think. Oh, out of most yeah, that, of them. that's probably yeah. Because you got like the scaredy part, and then you also got robots part. Yeah, we've used that one most time. No, we haven't used subterranean homesick alien too often. No, that's a good one. Uh, my next one is by a Japanese band called Pink Lady. Uh, I remember it from when I was in school, in uh, in high school. Uh, we had to like she'd play songs, and you'd have to like try and figure out what each song is saying and everything or whatever. So this one's called UFO, but it's they say UFO. So here you go. I was hoping they'd say you full one more time because it makes me laugh. 
What you got, bud? Oh, I was just gonna say, like, did I talk about this uh, show about like uh, watching the uh, they did uh, the Disney's Marvel six one six show did a, a episode on Spider Man, the Japanese Spider Man yes, TV show. Yes, we okay. did talk about that. Yep, yep, yep. Because that, that that was just that theme that song was reminding me of the Japanese Spider Man song. Oh, definitely. Except yeah. except less yelling Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, that and that came out from the eighties, I think, is when that was or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So next on my list is uh well this is from uh Stuart Davis and it's called Shades of Grey and like I, I'm surprised like actually like this guy must have done at least a little bit of homework because it's it's like this matches like a lot of uh, people's like uh um alien abduction stories okay. uh, like as far as uh uh like as far as like the basically the, uh uh short story is basically people like get sleep paralysis and you start like hallucinating and that's probably where a lot of these come into play. Nine, but, uh, 97. Yeah, here's Shades of Grey from Stuart Davis. Three bony fingers Scrawny little limbs God made your bodies the wrong size To have those great big old ugly for him oh and they're too ugly to be angels it's true <laughs> like uh like uh one of the things that scared me about like aliens as a kid was like from close encounters the third kind the oh yeah yep. and it's at the at like the scariest when part the for me things though. come walking down yeah the very end <laughs> you see the little things and then there's one big thing oh there is isn't there he's kind of in the background or whatever yeah yep, and it's yep. like that was like what the fuck like, <laughs> i can't handle this no, yeah, I always wondered why that one was put into like uh, the horror movie kind of category. I'm like, not it's not it's Spielberg magic, but yeah, the end scene is kind of scary, like yeah. that. <laughs> and that's uh, that's supposed to be like the hopeful part. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> but like for me, that was a scary part. Right. Uh, my final two songs uh, kind of coincide with each other. Uh, one in 1972, the other one in 1995. Two kind of different genres, but not really when you think about it, because both of them were kind of at the the forefront of each genres at the time. Uh, both of them are about an alien that comes to space and joins a rock band or starts a rock band and then gets sucked into the whole Hollywood lifestyle or whatever lifestyle you want to be it. The first one I chose is uh, Marilyn Manson's Mechanical Animals, and that album is basically about Omega. Omega comes down to space, comes down from space, gets a rock band, gets addicted to drugs and sex and all that bullshit and stuff. Uh, and it's kind of autobiographical, autobiographical. I guess his first three albums kind of go together. Uh, so the first half of Mechanical Animals is about Omega. The other one is about Alpha, which is about himself. So yeah, this is about an alien who comes down. You wouldn't know it by listening to The Dope Show or any of the other songs from it, really. There's just a lot of weird songs. But it's his concept album of whatever. Uh, it's definitely my favorite Manson album there is. But here is The Dope Show by Marilyn Manson. I mean, he's even an alien creature on the cover of it. So, yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
what you got for your last one? So for my last one, I have uh, well, I have a Megadeth song. Is like that's actually one of the few ones that when I hear it, it's like, oh yeah, this is from Megadeth. Like, yeah, I, right. I, I, I couldn't tell you any other ones really. <laughs> but here is uh, Hinger eighteen from Megadeth. how far we were in the song when I was playing that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when did that come out? That wasn't 2004. That was. I had to be older than that. It says 2004 on here. That might have been a remastered. Oh, that possibly. is the remastered. Yeah, I was going to say that can't be right. Uh, and like I said, my final two kind of coincide with each other. This one is by David Bowie, and it's Starman. And Ziggy Stardust, the same idea. He comes down from space to warn us that the world's going to end and everything. Joins a rock band with spiders from Mars. And uh, yeah, takes over the world and then, and then falls, succumbs to everything. So yeah, same idea. Uh, and I guess Manson was, or Bowie was one of Manson's idols for a long time. So yeah, here we go. Starman, David Bowie, my last one. Oh, 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 I lean back on my radio. Oh, oh, some cat was laying down some rock and roll out of Solisair. Then the loud sound it seemed to song so much that whole album's just freaking great so yeah that was our uh aliens among us category for our weekend weekly theme always fun doing those ones i love it uh yeah anything i'd like to add no all right let's close this show out you gotta go back to work yeah this is what <laughs> i do with my lunch break <laughs> i bring coffee at least yeah <clears throat> All right, where are we at here? Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for our next show is... Well, like sometimes it's hard to come up with a, t- a title of a song that's uh, unique. And these are people who have... Uh, well, there's uh, there, these are songs that have the same title. Uh, this is The topic's going to be Names the Same. 
And so we're going to, each of us are going to have like, a, or it's going to be a, another episode that we did do six songs each. Yeah. It'll be a two, we'll have like three pairs of like songs that have the same title. Huh. Or, I, or if you can cut it down to five, there's a, if you find a song that has the same like three, title. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So three songs both have the same, so pairs that three, both Three have, song okay, titles. So we'll have six songs yeah. all together. Okay. Got it. Names the same. <laughs> that could be a good tongue twister. All right. Themes for the next show is names the same. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> I like it. Uh, for updates and more information of Soundwave and our other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Issues. You can follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Flag Show Department Fence is still live every Sunday evening. Come join the fun at BlindIssues.com slash live. This show of all our other ones are available to stream on our website, BlindIssues.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss a show. Also, uh, the latest season of Legends of Lothos should be starting up here soon, I hope. So uh, you can catch that Mondays, uh, Monday evenings. So yeah, go do that. Uh, if you just can't get enough Soundwave and Blind Ninja Studios, you should help support us. At the bottom of our homepage, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even low as a buck. Uh, also, if you're doing your shopping on Amazon, don't forget to stop by our homepage first and click on the Amazon link at the bottom of the page. Do all your shopping like you normally do when you check out. Amazon kicks a little money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything else. You should do it because it's pretty cool. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindninjastudios.com or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks.